0: Hello and welcome to episode seventy seven of the Starcast Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Jake Barras, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Ewan. Hello. Shannon. Hello. And Matthew, who he has deemed his nickname for this podcast the better one.
1: How did I get last when I was first on the billing? Because I just thought That's how I- it works.
0: You know, since you've put yourself on the top, I know it might just, like, bring you down a couple of notches since you named yourself the better one, you know?
1: Everyone is against me today. I have
2: a feeling that's the first time I've ever intro a podcast or, like, said hello without going hello and welcome. I failed my catchphrase. What, you were going to like, hello and welcome? Would you
1: like yeah. me to say
0: your name again? Sure, why not? And- I'll add it in via the power of post no, 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 don't even Don't even edit it. Just have this, like, you second are, one. You
1: are such, right. such a megalomaniac for this kind of stuff, aren't you? I, I am
2: not- really egotistical. I thought we had established this by now.
0: <laughs> and also introducing again Ewan. <laughs> Hello and
2: welcome! I oh, even did the hands nailed as well. it. Doesn't uh, quite feel the same without doing the hands. You know what I mean? you got to shoot well, your hands up
0: in the air. No one can see your hands. So, I mean, like, sure. You could have but, not... Y- it's and just like... What it's just the kind hell of are you all talking about?
1: Habit. For all those people ha- looking through Ewan's window right now, <laughs> you can see his head shoot up in the air. Shannon's like,
2: not- I've been up since 4am, we've just come off PAX weekend, I need some sleep, and you, bun- you guys are just talking out your ass. What are you all doing?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of PAX, like, I mean, we've all just got back from a glorious weekend at PAX. How's everyone recovering so far? All a bit knackered?
1: Oh, I-, I could do it again. Really? Ooh. I'm wrecked. Yeah, yeah you, I am you are so all, tired. You are also weak. Yeah, I'm still um, tired. Except, like, Jake, Jake's fair enough because he's got to fly home. But Thank it's like, you. the rest of you, come on, you know. You're, I flew you're young, twice today, full today full in three, three hours. <laughs> okay, well, you know, if you hadn't have flown, you still would have been tired and I would have been calling you weak. That's so, true.
0: I mean, Shannon only um, lived, like, ten minutes around the corner t- too. Yeah. But I had to
1: yeah. put up
0: with G3, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well played, well played. So, I I guess uh, a bit of an overview with PAX, like before we get started to anything this episode, uh, Mm. what were your like highlights or the best games you played? (laughs) Uh, Shannon, did you want to maybe give us a bit of a taste of what you enjoyed the most? Yeah,
3: um, I'd say definitely the two panels that we had were the highlight for sure. We had some good feedback and good turnouts for both, so... Yeah, yeah, That was a new experience for all of right us. Right on. And yeah, definitely the highlight. From a game's point of view, did we even play anything? I can't even remember. <laughs> you guys played Horizon.
2: Yeah, we did. Horizon, I, I played Rocket That's League
3: on be... a widescreen, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Definitely the panels and just the culture of it. And like people from work and stuff going and saying they had an awesome time made me That's happy. Cool. Yeah.
2: yeah, like I think there was kind of... Um, an initial reaction to the show floor was that it was a bit bare bones um, I just don't think like it's just I don't think there's a huge amount of releases that just kind of really lined up well for PAX this year mm. um, so the show floor did feel a little bit light obviously indie was there in a big force as well and we played an awesome indie game called Paradigm which I'm super excited for it's coming out in January if you're sort of like an obscure a fan of his obscure sort of humour I think that's definitely one to look out for Um but uh, yeah, we, we played like Horizon Zero Dawn as well, which is my first time getting hands-on with that. That was super exciting, even if the demo was a little kind of isolated, uh, I suppose. Um, and then Matt and I played For Honor as well, which I, I really liked as well. Did you
1: Did yeah. you enjoy For Honor, Matt? Yeah, and I had fun slashing the crap out of all the other people. That was heaps of fun, <laughs> so... Mm. No, we, like, when, when we played it, because it was four on four, when we played it, um, our team literally at one point, I think the score was like... 59 to 700 and something. We, we literally ran in there and stomped all over the other guys. Cause it was like point to point capture. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. Yeah, um, we wrecked shop. Yeah. It was
2: such a well done demo as well because like you, we did wait a while. It was obviously like one of the kind of major kind of triple games, I guess, on show. Um, but you kind of get in. There's like a five minutes kind of, t- of tutorial, uh, which kind of shows you the ropes, I guess, of the game. Uh, and then you kind of get thrown into like a multiplayer match with people right there at the booth around you, uh, and you can all like chat to your team and stuff. So we had like all the tactics and sort of strategy rolling out, probably driven by the two strangers that Matt and I were playing with rather than us ourselves, but um, it was a lot of fun and I came away with a poster for getting the highest score, so uh, oh, that was pretty
0: special. Look at you, what a nice prize. Did you feel yeah. good? <laughs> Here, promote our game.
1: Take a poster. Have you framed a it? You, yeah. know, you do uh, know that I could have still got a poster up. as well. Did you? <laughs> oh, I really? could have if I wanted to. I just All I had to do was put my hand out. The,
2: the guy, Tote, said this is for you for getting the highest score. Was he talking to you when he said that?
1: Uh, he just wanted to make you feel good. That's what they do. That's why they're there.
0: Yeah, he probably knew that I'm egotistical and I would bring it up in
2: the
0: podcast. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> yeah, I um, I agree with you, Ewan, with Horizon Zero Dawn. It was quite good. A little, yeah, a little bit isolated with the demo we got, but really enjoyed that. I also got a chance to play some Kingdom Hearts two point eight, which comes out next year, which are really really cool. So keen to play more. Um, but same as Shannon, like I think biggest highlight for me was the panel that we did with our gta online so much fun like just blown away with the amount of people that actually rocked up in the theater as well Mm. um so crazy if you're listening and you came thank you so much for coming we really enjoyed ourselves so i hope you guys did as well and who knows maybe we'll be back next year with something similar or something different i don't know yeah yeah. What I was kind
2: of getting at with like the, the kind of limited stuff on the floor, I guess, is that it, I think it really did encourage people to go to the panels. Hmm. Um, and obviously ours was the standout highlight. Um, but like, I think it was just good that people were getting sort of involved and you know chatting with people that are in various areas of the industry. You know, we, we had a whole array of streamers and sort of active uh, online gamers kind of featured on, on our Sunday panel. Then it was just kind of us doofuses on the Saturday night. Um, <laughs> and despite all the sort of technical difficulties we had, I think it we still made for like a pretty entertaining hour. Um, so like, I think it's just great that people got involved in that regard. And it wasn't just about all sort of playing games. It was kind of like about talking and engaging with each other as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A nice little community environment for sure. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, you know, PAX did definitely have a lot on show and and one of the things that we did actually see in person was the PS4 Pro and we got a little bit of a, uh, I guess, a demo between HDR and 4K and how it all looks. So why not we have a, why not we have a, that doesn't make sense. Why don't we have a chat about uh, the PS4 Pro today? Because I mean, Shannon, you've been mucking around with uh, the console. You've got one right now, probably in front of you. Yeah, uh, you've spent some time with Sony today at their little event as well. What are your thoughts so far? Um,
3: to be honest, I haven't really played the one that I've got in front of me, but yeah, today I spent like an hour and 20 minutes in Sony's office playing a bunch of first-party games. So they had what do they have? Uncharted 4, The Last of Us, Ratchet and Clank from a first party perspective i think that's all they had then they had horizon yep. but that was just a, a demo a really cool demo that was different to the one at pax and eb expo and then they also had nba 2k17 titanfall call of duty and the final build of watch dogs 2 which was probably the most interesting thing that i saw and that that definitely looked like it was running better so i they it's it's really hard because nobody exactly says what's the improvements with with playstation 4 pro and like even in patch notes it doesn't really tell you so even speaking to the pr guys they didn't really have a definitive answer whether it was running in 4k hdr oh 60 really frames per second not
0: not really to be honest so so when they were like they are uh, like the sony guys demo but
3: external the external um, right well, not external third party guys didn't really have too much of an idea but watchdogs definitely look better than when i played it about six weeks ago but then again it's hard to know whether that's just because it's final build or or not so that's going to be the hard thing to be honest
0: so what are the things that you could at like somewhat pick up like that was like definitely different with the ps4 pro like so f- details wise or- yeah
3: so 4k which they're still calling 4k but in the most part it's upscaled with some sort of checkerboarding to make it look very similar to 4k but not quite that's definitely making a big difference like things in the distance and particle effects and that kind of thing definitely appear sharper
0: but then is it like yeah is it like wow though like like wow sharp like oh my god or is it just like, oh, yeah, that looks that definitely looks better? It's just nicer and everything's more vibrant. Right.
3: Like, they showed off Infamous First Light as well in, like... There were, there were two main demos, like, in the yeah. briefing. It was Horizon Zero Dawn, which they were able to sort of jump back between 4K HDR and 1080p. And there was a big difference there. But, like, when they were going back to 1080p mode, it looked like it was a lot duller than it would be if I was playing on my screen. So that's the real issue that i have like i don't think it was a fair comparison but obviously i've got no way (laughs) of knowing because i don't have horizon zero dawn so obviously it looked amazing like i think the big thing about hdr is your brighter lights should be brighter and your darker dark should be darker so for instance you're looking up at the sun and the sun can shine down through the clouds on the ground and you don't lose the detail in the sun just because it's bright Mm-hmm. So that was evident but it's it's really hard like for me to now come back and decipher how good it is because there's no easy way to sort of jump on the fly like it, the game doesn't even tell you whether it has HDR or not like I was saying unless they've done like a blog post or, or posted oh, something wow. about it. There's, everyone's using it in different ways like some are using HCR, some are using 4P, some are using both. Some have just general improvements, but still running in ten eighty p. So that's what I'm struggling with. I'm sure it'll become clearer. Like we're not at launch day yet, so some of the patches aren't even live. But
1: just a just a question on on what they showed though. Was it just uh, Horizon and First Light? That's
3: what they showed in this like mode that they could easily jump
1: between the two. Okay, because right. that's that's basically the same setup they had at patch, yeah. which is really strange considering that like you'd think as a kind of a media event and whatever they'd show just that little bit more so that you guys could get the jump and write something on it where because at pax they had the television set up right near the horizon bit and all all they were doing was like they they demo first light in hdr which looked good and then they do the switching mode between hdr 4k you know and 1080 with horizon well what what did you Um, think about that did you find that when they were
3: jumping back to the ten eighty p, it just looked really dull. Like it looked way duller than it would be.
1: This yeah, the switching the switching. In all honesty, I couldn't really pick too much. Like every now and then, I'd see a couple of extra textures or you know finer detail and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I noticed like the ten eighty was probably just slightly duller, and the colours were just that tad more vibrant on you know HDR. But you know, without actually yeah, as you said, without having having played the game properly myself um there's just no way to actually tell what's going on
3: yeah for sure so the other thing that i'm noticing and i was obviously the original ps4 has hdr so i was checking this out yesterday as well so infamous first light is i don't know how have you guys all played infamous or not really yeah i have so it's a naturally dark game and obviously the lights Mm. sort of pop sort of Mm. without hdr anyway but in this instance, like, you do get the detail in the darkness, but then you also get those really bright lights that don't sort of glow where they're not meant to. But yeah. outside Continue. of that, I'm not... It's very... Like, I was playing Uncharted 4, and it's very washed out. And then you go to the UI in the PS4, and that's washed out. So I've, I've played with all my settings and gone on forums and stuff, and it seems to be the consensus, consensus that... Yeah, nobody nobody... <laughs> Really knows how it's going to end out To be honest, I, I don't know. It's 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 really like if I had two next to each other with screens, then I could tell. But I really don't know. I wouldn't say it looks worse, but I don't know that it looks better. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I think
2: I think it is quite tricky. We uh, Matt, Jake, myself, and I all got to see what everyone else saw at at PAX, Um, and uh, when we went and played Horizon, um, Matt, Jake, and I. Um, the, the the PR guys that sort are of running us through it um, made a, a special point of saying that it was running on original PS4 hardware. Um, and I was like, I quite frankly didn't expect it. It kind of caught me off guard because it looked so damn good. And the consoles that we then went and played it on was all again original content, original console, uh, and it looked so so impressive. And then when we went outside to see on the on the PS4 Pro that they had set up on the the big 4K HDR screen, uh, and they were sort of switching back between 4K, switching HDR on and off, so we could see the differences. It really took me kind of a while to kind of tune into the the kind of like really kind of minute differences yeah, really agree. um like it was just the sort of fidelity of the textures on say grass or in the trees like m- fine sort of detail uh right at the edge of the draw distance stuff like that like it was really quite kind of minor stuff um so uh, like it it didn't do much to convince me that ps4 pro is like a purchase i should be looking into i'm still really kind of couldn't couldn't care all that much really
3: yeah so yeah. i'm seeing a lot of people like i did that q a today and a lot of people still aren't sure what it does without a 4k tv and mm. i saw someone finally put together like a list of features that you just get with the ps4 pro so i'll quickly read them out so apparently the hard drive that you get is quite a bit faster than the original hard drive that you get with the original ps4 obviously if you had upgraded it then i don't know how that works out yeah. You can finally access five gigahertz Wi-Fi networks. which makes a big difference for
2: me. That's good. Finally, but then, then like a lot of people, I'd have thought would run it off wired anyhow. So
3: I think you guys overestimate that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't. So it's a big it's a big deal for me. Like I'm already right, okay. noticing huge speed increase and less interference. Right. So it, it definitely is quieter. Like my PS4 in the last few months has been sounding like it's going to take off. But this <laughs> yeah. like is on now, and I can't even hear it. It's it's warm still, but it it's not making a noise. You yeah. finally have an extra USB port in the back, which makes a difference for like PlayStation VR and that
2: kind of thing. That there is like the only reason why I'd yeah, it, it's a big deal. <laughs> it is. A big it deal. is a big deal.
3: Remote play has 1080p, 60 frames per second. That's awesome. Share you can now share at 1080p at 60 frames per second.
1: And that's also pretty good. So you can do that under the Vita, yeah. Yep.
3: You can load in an SSD. I don't know if, I'm sure some people would oh, yeah. find that cool
1: that's, but yeah, that's that's, that's cool. pretty cool actually. Mm.
2: Could I thought you could load SSDs into the current console though, is that not right? I don't think so. I think no, I
3: right. think you can, I but could,
1: there's only specific Yeah, I think that it was a very
3: it. limited amount. It's yeah. now I've got a SATA three port, which I think opens it up to pretty much any SSD.
2: Right, okay.
3: Uh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got a gig more of standard RAM for OS. So, I don't know about you mm. guys, but like lately when I've been flicking through navigating titles and stuff, like it does chug a little bit at times. Yeah, um,
2: especially with the newer updates yeah. as well, with the sort of pop-out window and stuff.
3: Yeah. You get the new Ju- DualShock 4, which my square button is actually broken on it. I don't know if I told you guys, but it oh. doesn't work. Oh, no way, really? <laughs> yeah. The one game I <laughs> yeah. have is Ratchet & Clank installed at the moment and... <laughs> You need all the squares. Yeah, you need all the squares. So that's it's broken. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. But I was really looking forward to having a new controller, but not. To but be. it will
2: work with the old DualShock regardless. Yeah, right. but
3: I've literally had like the one DualShock since launch day, and it's just. Yeah, I was, um, I was looking forward to having a new controller, and it's. Different. Yeah. Sorry,
0: sorry, my ignorance, but what's what's new with the new DualShock?
2: Nothing. It's got like a light at the front of the touchpad. It. Ah, oh, that's right. it. yeah. The light bar kind of extends round onto the front of the consoles. So yeah. Oh, which I did see that. About, kind of it over, yeah, yeah. And it did I stuff it.
0: like health. Um, you can see it LEDs through the touchpad.
1: Yeah, that's there's like a, a, a tiny little cut in the touchpad that you can actually see the light yeah. through. Yeah, yeah through. so that, yeah, yeah. I want to cool. say that the is that, buttons is that are big? more. That. I, I want to say thought, the
3: buttons are more matte. Just looking at them, they're more like the mm. PS One controllers instead of that glossy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'll be going. No, nah, they're definitely different, but that that might have to changes. I'll research it. I broken. think there are other
2: so differences. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and and then obviously PlayStation VR. There's probably three or four titles that have been improved in terms of resolution and fidelity, but I I don't know it's going to make a huge difference to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like like the other boys have said uh, before, when we saw it at PAX, like I I remember mentioning to Matt when we were looking at. I think it was Matt when we're looking at first light or something and I'm and I said like definitely with the lighting and everything you can really see a difference and just how the like the camera kind of plays with it and everything like that but yeah I don't know like like 4k quality stuff is great I guess for like photos and videos wise because when you blow it up obviously it's still clear and everything like that but I just don't know how well it's going to work in video games I guess you know highest quality is always the best but yeah, I don't know whether or not we're ever going to be able to play a game, sit down and be like, oh, yes, I absolutely see the difference. I think it's always going to be like these little changes that might take a while to kind of pick up on or you just never kind of see because you're used to that quality if that becomes the standard. So,
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm um, Yeah, I don't know. I was really looking... Like, I know the 4K thing wasn't really going to make a huge difference, but HDR... Something that's always annoyed me like in darker games like Uncharted 4 and in the inside scenes like there's definitely grey throughout the screen that's always annoying me yeah. when playing games so I was looking forward to HDR but it still doesn't look right to me it really doesn't
2: and it's annoying me. Do you think it's, like, you need to sort of adjust to it? or Sorry, before I continue on with that, uh, the, the DualShock 4, it does also have the ability to play via USB communication. Yes, that's so right. So instead of always relying off the Bluetooth, you can control a game through the USB. So I assume that's, like, a pro sort of feature. Yeah. Like, if you, if you want, like, laser speed kind of communication for those really twitchy games, I guess it just reduces input lag, like, very slightly. But that's the only other difference um so yeah, back to my question do you think it's something you maybe just need to adjust to like is it sort of a new visual experience that's just going to take some sort of acclimatization i guess or is it that you feel like it's just off i just feel like it's different i don't i wouldn't say it's bad
3: but it's well they quoted today that it's meant to look r- more realistic i don't is that something that you want from games in terms of color and, and lighting or do you just want
2: to i always want my colors to look as vibrant as possible yeah. Mm. I mean the the idea is that it's supposed to like make it more kind of in tune with what our eyes can see in terms of like a color palette, yeah. right? Like our eyes can see more color than a TV screen's able to produce.
1: But with HDR
2: it gets closer.
1: Do you know what I would honestly wish they'd stop trying to focus heavily on the graphics and give us a game with a half decent story or, you know, not broken on release. That's what I want.
2: Yeah. Well, these are the hardware guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know I know what you mean. Like It seems that, yeah, there's a lot of emphasis placed on presentation and placed on graphics, where, like, realistically, what gamers sort of enjoy the most is good gameplay and good story. Um... But yeah, like, I, I know it's, I think power it has great potential for other, like, aspects of game design, like, just the sort of scope of the game, like, how big an open world is or how, how populated it is, the amount of animations you can produce on screen, like, looking at Days Gone, for instance, this demo we saw on, at E3, like, the amount of zombies that they were able to sort of animate on screen or, like, Dead Rising 4 over on Xbox, like, I can imagine the power of, say, the PS4 Pro or whatever we see next from PlayStation and Project Scorpio uh, are going to have... You know, tremendous power that really opens up new possibilities in terms of gameplay mechanics. Um, but for now, it seems much more dedicated on. Like, you're right, Matt. On sort of the visual presentation, and uh, that's not what I would like to see. Extra power dedicated towards. I don't think.
0: But are we really going to see like? I don't. I don't like. We're not going to see like specific games for the PS4 Pro, right? Like because they've no, still not. got a. Yeah. Like exactly right. So it's like will we ever really see the true power of, of what all these like hardware specs upgrades can can give us like probably not because they still have to kind of uh i guess I honestly have them working for the original
1: i honestly wouldn't be surprised if the pro is just like sony's way of tuning up their own chips to you know experiment for the next generation um yeah you know, like I don't
2: know. Like, I really don't think it's that major a leap. I don't think it is all that powerful. Um, no, but that's, I'm that's much the more thing. interested like in
1: it's, it's not supposed to be all that powerful. It's 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 again. It's a it's a tuning. What's the thing. point in
2: doing it though? Huh? What's the point in doing it then though? Uh,
1: to refine their processes for the next the next generation of console. I mean, these are these are people who. But you
2: can, you can do that like internally in R and D without making a consumer product. Um, like they
1: and they have but that's the point is they they have done it now as a testing thing for the future and to show what you know developers what we can do mm. you know in the immediate future rather than the distant future i mean like you know scorpio again is still on the back burner until you know for another year or so um sony has jumped out now and is pushing you know like they're 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 half a video games manufacturer and half a tv manufacturer you know like an led you know a screen manufacturer and all that what they want to do is they want to be able to push it and you know start experimenting with realism now there's no point in spending years in r d and then when they finally get something it's already five years too late that's that's playing on nintendo's rules that's oh let's spend five years in D on a on a console and then when it comes out, it sells, but there's nothing going off it. It's like that was that was the Wii. The Wii sold because it was a gimmick. Um, you know, and that's that's what half of R and D ends up being these days is is gimmicks. So yeah. I I think I think Sony is testing the waters with this console uh because they're unsure. They're unsure of whether they, you know, like in the future if they're gonna keep going in kind of like you know, just singular console markets or whether, like, something like the Scorpio is going to really challenge them and they're going to have to go down a PC kind of route, so... Mm,
0: it's
3: nah, yeah. I, I I'm still...
1: Them. Sorry, I'm mm. still of the believer that, like, if you're
3: buying a PS4 this holiday season, and I'm sure there'll be many millions that are. Like, you're getting, like, a much better product and you're getting a product of the future mm. or of the 2016 year, so... I still think it was worth doing it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's really hard. For, I don't want to say anything that that I'll regret saying. Like, after I played it <laughs> for a full night, but like, I still think if you're buying a PS4 next week, like, you're getting a better PS4 in almost every way, without doubt. Like, even if you don't mm. have a 4K TV, if you've got a 4K TV, then like you got. Like, when you think about it, the jump from like PS3 to PS4, like. It was good, but it wasn't like wow, this is absolutely incredible.
2: Hmm.
3: Would you say yeah, that like I, the jump yeah. from like The Last of Us to I don't
1: know, No, what, I, I, I like it wasn't.
3: I think
1: I think you're right there, Shan. Um, I, I really, I really think you're right. Um, and Thanks. in in terms of like you know what they've said <laughs> is that yeah they've marketed. <laughs> So we're just laughing. at You guys agreeing with each other. Right? <laughs> um, they've marketed the console towards the you know the people who already own PS4s because it's a PS4 Pro. But I honestly think that they will still get a lot more new consumers who want to jump ship onto the PS4 if they yeah. haven't already. Because um, you know, just because it's Pro, it's like you know the the fancy new thing, so they want that. So.
3: Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, EB Games announced they'd sold out of their launch stock today as well. So obviously, there's interest there,
2: just from oh, wow. pro yeah. consumers. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think my sort of issues with this kind of come down to much kind of larger complaints with the sort of technology industry as a whole at the moment, and that there, there just seems to be kind of like lots of things done in half measures. I I kind of miss the sort of bold, ambitious takes that. Like, you know, technology giants like Apple, for say. And I, we, we kind of, we've been down this rabbit hole countless times, us as a group. Um, but, like, I, I kind of, yeah, miss those days when, when you had these kind of real innovators taking quite large steps. I think the Scorpio, quite frankly, is more ambitious um, in every respect uh, than the PS4 Pro. Um, and I maybe. I feel like Sony maybe bent a sort of public pressure and maybe internal pressure, as Matt said, like they, they do have their own kind of 4k TVs and stuff that they want to be able to market. And they want a, a games console that really kind of complements though that technology. Um, but I, yeah, I think they maybe kind of just bent to that pressure and put something out now. And, I would have liked them to see maybe hold their cards closer to the chest for a a year or two more and kind of launched alongside Scorpio and really had like a strong kind of competitive console alongside that. Um, But you know maybe they will do that anyhow. Maybe they do have more kind of advanced tech sort of up their sleeves. I'm I'm sure they probably do that. They're uh, that they're sort of ready to launch.
1: They already do though. They have like they have a one up on Microsoft as it is in the VR. I mean like Microsoft still has VR in development. You know why? Why hold off on, you know, developing something when you don't specific like everything about the Scorpio is speculation. You know, Um, why hold off and you know try and fight the Scorpio when what you're making could be entirely different to what Scorpio is, and then it turns out it's not what consumers want. You know, they've got it. They've got to get on. They're on the ball now. They're not getting on the ball. You know, in a year's time, and then potentially going in the entirely wrong direction. So.
2: Yeah. Like I I, th- I don't know if it is that hard to predict though. Like I think it is like pretty sort of we we're already seeing that consoles are moving closer and closer to sort of PC level specs. There's a lot more sort of demand for that sort of power from both consumers and developers, um, from what I'm led to believe. Um so like yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Playstation Maybe sort of uh, with with VR, I think they were very wise to be the first ones out of the gates. I think in terms of having like a sort of consumer-friendly virtual reality piece of kit on the market was was tremendously important for them. Um, But with the PS4 Pro, like I don't I don't think it's really necessary. And I think if they were going to do it, they would have benefited from yeah just kind of waiting out even maybe even just a year and having something that's way more powerful. Uh, yeah, like a, a sort of a year from now, sort of for next Christmas.
1: Uh, I mm. I I will I will disagree with you on there. Like as I that's said, I we don't always it. have to. <laughs> no, I don't always yeah. have to agree, Matt. You've no, already I'm, agreed I'm, with Shannon yeah.
2: today. It's we're not against <laughs> it all against I mean, each other. It's fine. The,
1: the only reason, the only reason I, I would say that that's not the thing to do is because uh, that's kind of what uh, Nintendo did when they waited a year after everyone else to release the Wii U and it was the inferior like the totally inferior product like the, the product that basically yeah, bombed out of that generation. That's not their what- mistake.
2: Their mistake wasn't waiting either. Their mistake was releasing a half-baked Console or like a, a half-measured console, I suppose, in terms of its specs and and, and if like with crappy controls, yeah. But if and you go no off to believe factor. what
1: you know, everyone said about the Scorpio, that's probably what Sony would have ended up releasing is a half-baked console to try and compete with something that's been in the works for a lot longer. Yeah, so.
3: it's very hard to compare Sony and Microsoft and where they are at in their strategies. Like PS4 is still selling record numbers, and Xbox One S has sort of caught up recently and is selling better, but it's still never going to catch the ps4 so that's why microsoft are thinking further ahead while sony are just trying to extend this generation
0: mm. look it's uh I, I guess the as as they come out when do the ps4 pros come out is it this week thursday yeah this thursday thursday yeah. yeah so probably as this podcast releases you guys will be able to get your hands on it so obviously let us know what you guys think about the ps4 pro are there massive differences do you enjoy them maybe you're a gamer that absolutely needs it for a certain reason hit us up at press start au obviously there's a bit of opinion here on the team so the more we kind of uh yeah yeah, i I do do just
2: want to add as well like i think that usb i think there are like benefits to the ps4 pro oh absolutely maybe uh, like don't people may not consider i think the fact that like the usb cons the usb port in the back makes a huge difference like if you do have a psvr unit the fact that you can now just kind of like bury your um external what do they call it the little pat processing box you can sort of bury that behind the the the, 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 the unit more or less now uh, or if you've got like a usb headset you can sort of bury that at the back as well um also, I just that power should as well sort of translate to the fact that you don't kind of have any sort of sluggishness or any frame rate slowdown as well, which is a nice little kind of touch as well. Like um, that, like stuff like that, just kind of like little kind of seamless things make me kind of tempted, especially with sort of like trade-in offers and stuff you can get on your older console. But yeah, I still not enough I'm just I think there are like there is more that meets the eye it's not all just about 4k HDR with the console like as Shannon said he kind of pointed out I few extra features and stuff like that I think is more interesting to me than just sort of overall aesthetic
0: yeah for yeah, sure fair
2: enough
0: well how Anyhow, about I just wanted to
2: yeah. add that where are we
3: taking yeah. us next Jake
0: no, what, Shannon did you want to put one more thing in there
3: no it's fine <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> thank I, you yeah You can find the review (laughs) if this goes live Wednesday morning, then hopefully it'll be up Wednesday night.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, definitely read it up on the site, pressstart.com.au. Ewan, are you taking us away today with a bit of a What The Wiki to finish up with?
2: Sure. I sure can. Um, Thank you. So, What The Wiki (laughs) is our podcast game show. Uh, where I will read part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants—that includes you, listening at home or in the car or sneakily under the desk at school—can play along. Um, so when you guys are ready, now I—it did occur to me, or it didn't occur to me, I should say—that we have three contestants, and I only have three games. So if in the case that we go to a tiebreaker, mm. I may have to like hastily dig one up from Wikipedia. Ah, uh, I was going to say we'll see we we, we
0: we all like those two people get points or like
2: yeah okay well, if we
0: uh depends if it's oh, shannon actually, and no. matt How then no just... but if i'm included then absolutely
2: the the only way that can eventuate though is if everyone guesses a game if each person yeah, guesses a game well, i'm just gonna, gonna get off. Anyway, we'll see what happens so let's just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> shut up shannon uh, yeah so shannon is well in the lead i'll pull up the scores afterwards um but for now here's game number one the game is an upcoming action role-playing game developed and published by Square Enix for the Matt. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Matt,
1: uh, is it Final Fantasy? F- uh, what are we up to? Fifteen.
2: It is not, Matt. You're a disqualified. D- is there the a trend. theme to
3: this? Is there a theme?
1: Uh, or do you not? There's less of a theme? theme.
2: There's less of a theme for this week. I usually like pick games okay. that are coming out this week or whatever. <laughs> there's, it's kind of a bit all over the place this week. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There's a little clue for you remaining contestants. Matt, reminder, <laughs> you're disqualified. I'll continue reading. It is the 11th installment in the series and the final chapter in the Dark Darkseeker saga. Returning protect protagon- Jake?
0: Is it... Uh, it's not Kingdom Hearts 3, is it?
2: it? Is that a guess?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll do that.
2: You're locking it in? Yeah. Uh, it is Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. I was going to say that. Point to Jake. <laughs> Of You're speaking my game. game. To be honest, I just, um, want to just let take that,
0: Shannon. Yeah, well, shut up. I got that. To be
2: honest, that's kind of what I was doing as well. I'm really trying yeah. to play to Jake because he needs <laughs> the points. Um, <laughs>
0: Guys, you make me feel like a terrible player that I just need like all these handicaps. You are.
2: The the rest aren't handicapped towards <laughs> you Jake. You that was that was me throwing you your bones. So thank you, bro. So it's all fair game now. Next game, during Sony's Electronic Entertainment Expo 2016 conference in June 2016 Thank you Wikipedia for <laughs> exceptional writing, Hideo Kojima described the game genre Sh- as a quasi-action game <laughs> Yes, Shannon Oh
3: god, what's it called
1: If he nice. doesn't answer I'm chiming in
3: Are you passing? Um, I.
2: He's googling It's not Days Gone, I'm not googling Nah, I don't know. All right, uh, Matt, what was your guess? Death Stranding. It is Death Stranding. Point to you, Matt. Yes. Reminder that two points takes away the round. Game number three. I'm really worried that this is going to go to a tiebreaker. (laughs) Um... The game is the 13th primary installment in the game series and was released for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on November 4, 2016. Development for the game began in 2014. It is the first title by its developers under the new three-year development cycle for the series. No takers yet, really? The game's campaign is centred around a battle for the... Oh, God. (laughs) Shannon, what's the game?
3: Call of Duty Infinite Warfare.
2: It is, brother. And, and God tie damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a sec. Okay. Someone, someone talk about how their day was today.
0: Well, guys, I'm back in Brisbane, right? And it's like yeah. super hot and muggy compared to Melbourne weather um just thought i'd put that out there and that's all the (laughs) material i have yeah hi
1: um all 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 the people that are at pax um i'm a little disappointed because i was kind of hoping that people would go up to jake while we're there and be like hey weren't you that guy who got 10 million (laughs) views on a pokemon video no one cares no one did and i was really disappointed
0: no yeah maybe next time i'll cosplay as myself as the pokemon guy
1: you should do all right
2: i've got the game you guys (sighs) nailed it yep So, your clue for this one is I looked above my shelf at my collection of physical PC games, and I picked a title from there. The game is an open-world action adventure first-person shooter video game developed and published by Ubisoft for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. It is a successor to the 2012 video game, the third in the series, and the fourth main installment in the series. Matt? Is it Far Cry 4? It is Far Cry oh, 4. Well Bravo, done. sir. Oh, yeah. That nice. takes home the point. I knew it was the, Far Cry. I didn't know broker. where you were going with
3: it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: made you think it was a Far Cry game? Like, I knew
3: when you started talking about 3 <laughs> and 4. I just didn't know whether it was 3 or 4. <laughs> I was <laughs> so going to say Far
1: Cry, like, <laughs> earlier. Um, it does get a bit confusing. When you said open world shooter, up. so. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: yeah
2: I yeah, was going to say Far Cry when I started talking about this i let you have that because nice to me.
0: <laughs> You're
2: with sure me for once Wait, does that
0: mean Matt and Shannon are tying now? No, that means uh, like Matt I'm No, it
2: actually means <gasps> that Matt takes the lead For Shannon. the first time In what the wiki history Shannon is not leading
0: Oh my goodness what So is Matt happening? is in the lead
2: on 6 points now Shannon close second on 5 points Then we have Fergus, Mehdi Seamus and Jake On equal 3rd place All on 2 points
0: Yeah Woo. Bronze. Bronze, yeah. You,
2: you get a medal for that in the Olympics. Hey.
1: Woo. <laughs> Bravo, okay.
0: Matthew. Well done.
2: But they have to
1: hack it up into little bits because you got to share it. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
2: I was going to say, I don't think they do that in the Olympics. I think they give everyone in the relay and their own medal. But In, in my Olympics, I mean, they in do our, yeah, we're, we're we're cheap. We only make the one medal and then
0: just... Uh, it's not the end of the year it. yet. You never know. One of us might break away and r- claim that bronze medal for themselves and not have to share it. Maybe but anyway.
2: You just need a point, Jake.
0: I know. It's coming. Are you it's even coming. on one point? Shut <laughs> up, Shannon. I am. I'm on two points. <laughs> <laughs> Where to be encouraging? God. Not all of us can be brilliant like think, you, mate. I
1: think his, his points are earned, though, Shannon. I don't think he cheated for them like you did. Okay. Oh, Ooh, shots fired. let's end this I don't then before someone says <laughs> uh, something <laughs> that they
0: regret. Um, so, let's bring it in to what was episode 77 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. All you need to do is search the Startcast. Follow Press Start on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, all the social medias at PressStartAU, as well as obviously visiting to uh, the site to read all the great stuff up on there, especially that little review about the PS4 Pro, PressStart.com.au. Obviously, you guys can also join the conversation by tweeting us at PressStart once again or using the hashtag uh, hashtag the start cast. is it the start cast or just start cast you in what hashtag I can't even
3: in? remember the
0: just hashtag both, and we'll Just find do it do somewhere. Do do? Anyway, <laughs> I've been your host, Jake Barros. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Jake Barros B-A-R-R-O-S. And today joining me was Matthew. Uh,
1: yeah, you can you can follow me on Twitter at uh, ShanCake underscore I mean no <laughs> uh, at uh, MV Zamari, um, and uh, yeah, you can find like my Instagram and stuff through there. So yeah, it's been fun.
0: Thanks, Matt. And we've also been joined by Ewan.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, it was... had an awesome time at PAX. Um, Really want to say a special thank you to everyone that came to our panels, everyone Uh. that... joined in via stream uh, and everyone that kind of stopped and said hi Um, it's a really sort of great place where the community and the industry I guess kind of really come together and are able to interact and everyone was super friendly and welcoming and really encouraging of each other and it was just really special so massive thank you to everyone that was involved or participated or came to PAX in any way really
0: nice and last but not least the new uh, runner up for what the wiki (laughs) is (laughs) Shannon
3: Yeah, everything that Ewan said and more. And you can follow me
0: at shankake underscore. (laughs) You don't want to elaborate on that more or anything like that? or What's the more bit? I'll leave them hanging. Okay, (laughs) nice. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And until the next time, happy gaming.
2: Bye. 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 I forgot we had to say goodbye for a second there. Totally
0: Bye.